Welcome back to the Excel Center in Hartford, Connecticut. Our score after two, Merrimack and UConn all even up 0-0. Zero to zero. I'm Mike Macknick with John Leahy. Joining me, Alex Geiner from UConn Radio. And Alex, uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's... Uh, you know, a factor of being up here so high above ringside and so far away. I mean, to a certain extent, it's kind of tough to get into the game. And, and uh, I mean, there have been some pretty good plays, some pretty exciting plays as well. Uh, UConn's had some good chances, especially off of Merrimack turnovers. But, yeah, it's a little bit tough to get a sense for the game up here, don't you think? Yeah, it has been. Kind of a tough, very high up. The rafters, the banners are below us. Everything is, the lights are below us as well. Doesn't, doesn't <laughs> no, when you're above the spotlights, you're pretty high. Yeah, the one thing that's nice about this viewpoint up here, everything does slow down. And and it doesn't feel as quick as it is, say, if we're at Providence College, Notre Dame, and all that. But it's a nice uh, facility. If you think about it, this is the this used to be the Hartford Whalers place. We're in the Hartford Whalers broadcast positions where we broadcast from. It's where Chuck Caton called the games for so many years here, when uh, Hartford was still in the National Hockey League. But I mean, things are unfolding. Seems like uh, UConn's been having their chances. I mean, seems like Rasmus Terrian is having a great game for you guys tonight in that. Yeah, I was going to ask your thoughts on the game tonight here. I think UConn certainly had the better of the play, better scoring chances. They do have more shots on goal, and they had a couple more power plays as well. But, you know, this is a game that's shaping up to be, you know, one mistake, one good play, either way, could decide it. Yeah, it's the thing that's been scaring me. It's like UConn's been trying things offensively, but all it takes, it kind of reminds me of the Brown game a few uh, months ago out in Providence. One, one simple turnover, one simple mistake in the UConn zone. And it gives me that scare that UConn might commit something like that and then Merrimack College will be able to capitalize, and there you have it. It could be a one nothing finish, how this game is unfolding. Well, coming into this game, UConn obviously wants to redeem itself. The tough game against Providence, 10-1 to game. Uh, you know, Mike Cavanaugh had the right attitude from what I saw. It's just one game. You know, whether you, you win or you lose, if you lose, you didn't get the points, whether it's 10-1 to or 2-1 to or whatever it is. That's definitely true, I think, in trying to, to help keep his team focused, and they've come out and played pretty well here so far tonight. But the thing that really you know, that I thought about that game too was well. You know, I heard the score of that game uh, eight to nothing at one point in the second period. I remember, wow, really eight to nothing? That was a surprise. And then thinking about it, you know, today I guess as we were coming down here, thinking, boy, you know, a lot of people probably thought UConn was going to have more games like that this year coming in their first year in hockey East, where they were picked unanimously to pretty much to finish in last place, and and, and they are not even close to that at this point. That's a pretty good indication, I think, of how, how well the team has played this year. Oh yeah, it's been. Um, Can I remember that first month UConn was on the road completely? I think one win that was against Quinnipiac at Bridgeport. I mean, even started to get that doubt as well around the Newark series as well. We had to take right. UConn took you to overtime. I mean, actually into the shootout. And then Yale was kind of iffy. Then it felt like things changed when Boston College came. When it was the BC game, and finally UConn had their first game here at the XL Center, Boston College virtual sell at 8,000 people. It was a loud crowd and amazing. Nichols had a fantastic night, shut down the BC Eagles. Richardson with a power play goal, and it, it seemed like things turned there. With that win at XL Center, and you know, give credit, this has been a fantastic building for UConn this year. Three one and three has been the has been the record up until tonight. The only team to successfully defeat him has been Boston University. Vermont's fault here. I mean, Vermont's a ranked team. UMass Lowell as well got their first hockey East loss season here at the XL Center. It, it seems something about this building has been proven to be to help UConn, and in, in a sense, playing finally having home ice against the po- opposition. Well, now uh, the case, obviously, with UConn being in Hockey East is that, you know, what's going to happen long term, okay? So, uh, you know, we're talking a little about, about this off the air. I want to get your take on it. Uh, coming into the league, they had to play in a facility that was going to have, you know, a certain number of seats and so on. This is the one that fit the bill. Um, you know, the rink on campus in stores doesn't at this point at least. Uh, but it seems like long term, 
that's where you want to be. You want to be in a rink on campus with all of your students and your alumni and the community and so on that can get to the games easily. I mean, first of all, it's what a half hour drive, I think, to come here. Half forty-five for me. I'm not sure. I usually I don't. I usually drive from Northern Connecticut, so yeah. tough to get at a distance to go from Hartford to stores. But yeah, I mean, it's this has always been a problem. I think in the basketball side, it's definitely showing it for football. Remember, UConn plays there, plays across the river here in East Hartford, and that's starting to show its cracks as well. Having an off-campus stadium, I mean, the attendance numbers having an abysmal this year for football, not having a great year. And I mean, look at the student section to our left. It's had its. I mean, the attendance has been good the first couple of games, but slowly as things have been rolling down, it seems like the numbers are coming down. And you could argue the main game maybe because it was Super Bowl Sunday. Providence College the last week didn't help the fact that basketball was playing at the same time as campus. But if you're looking at it, the students, it, it seems like it's stuff is wearing down, and definitely it, it will help in terms of getting a campus on, getting the on-campus barn for UConn. I mean, student attendance-wise, I think things were better at free, especially UConn was running free admission uh, tickets all the time uh, last year, and it definitely made for a great crowd at the Freitas Ice Forum, but slowly, you need something that students don't have to take a bus right now. The tickets are free here to the XL Center, but they have to pay, I think, four or five bucks and take a bus down to Hartford. That, that doesn't exactly excite you, and especially for a school like UConn, they can't get a car until they're juniors here, so you've got to have some method to get to the games, and having it on campus, being able to walk down to the rink, it'll make things exciting. I mean, if you look at it, XL, for, for, from a basketball standpoint, it's without a difference. I mean, Gamble games are much better attended, a much better atmosphere. If you watched last night, UConn and uh, South Carolina and ESPN2, that atmosphere was amazing at Gamble Pavilion, and it definitely has to be back on campus. It, it, what, that type of atmosphere from students is what makes college hockey college hockey. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that the weather doesn't help. Uh, the midweek games as well. I mean, to be averaging 5,500 at home as UConn is this year coming in tonight's game is, is pretty good given the number of midweek games that you've had to have and the weather the way that it's been and so on. But, I mean, what's the talk there? Is there, is there uh, I mean, if there were to be, put it this way, if there were to be a rink built on campus, what's, when's the earliest that we might see it? I'm not sure either. Every week, we, it seems like every couple months, location keeps changing. I mean, UConn just built a brand-new basketball facility. Uh, they just got a donation, I think, for $10 million for a new soccer facility. I think half of it needs to come from the funding. UConn needs to go out and fundraise that money to uh, build a new rink. Obviously, the second thing is where is it going to be located? The original plans I saw were had, it, had a renovated Freitas Ice Forum, but now, obviously, soccer just got money for a brand-new facility, which is right next door to the Freitas Ice Forum. So you have to imagine, if they're building a new facility for soccer, and it sounded like it was going to be where the current stadium is, that Freitas probably doesn't have that much love for the shelf life. I've seen uh, certain other locations, X-Lot in the UConn campus, uh, demolishing and building the field house next to Gamble Pavilion, as a brand new rink facility. I've seen it on the corner, of, I've also heard it on the corner of 195 and South Eagleville Road on campus as well, so it, it seems like nothing's really set in solid stone yet, and also, like I said, fundraising. UConn, a lot of this hockey's upgrade was supposed to be originally leveraged on the Big East television contract. Now, obviously, UConn is not in the Big East anymore, and the money is not exactly the same as it was in the American Athletic Conference, so that also puts a little bit of a, of a, bit of a roadblock in UConn's plans of upgrading hockey kind of to a Hockey East-level school. Very interesting. So uh, then, I guess the question too becomes because they kind of had to put this together in a hurry. They're, you know, they're they're fighting with other 
uh, other tenants here at the at the Excel Center, Hartford Wolfpack, and so on for games. I mean, if if uh, if they are to be here long term, how do you see the schedule shaking out? Are they going to be able to maybe get more of the games on the week? I don't think you want to be playing as many midweek games, for example, as you have been this year. No, I mean obviously this is a reschedule from a few weeks ago. I think Providence College, the reason Providence had to be on Wednesday last week, is that the most the monster truck rally was uh, this weekend at the Excel Center. Ironically, I know we had to move. UConn had to move the Notre Dame game over to Bridgeport because Disney on Ice occupied the Excel Center. And I hate to say it, but the Bridgeport attendance numbers weren't. That whole experiment kind of was a disaster, just attendance-wise. It didn't help that Bridgeport doubled the ticket prices. It's about 17, 18 bucks here. UConn and Bridgeport was charging, I think, 30 for Notre Dame and Colorado College. So that was an abysmal attendance performance. So it's kind of tough to shuffle it. I don't know what's going to happen long term, but definitely I think it sounded like UConn wanted to keep all their games now at Hartford unless absolutely needed to. To not, to not try to shift anything down the Bridgeport next season. All right, Alex, we appreciate your time. And uh, third period coming up here. Uh, preview the third period here. What do you see being key for both teams? Now the question is, who can defeat their goaltender, Tiernan? I mean, UConn's trying to. UConn's been getting a couple good chances at Tiernan. Vice versa, I mean. It's gonna. I think it's gonna come down to one simple play. There, who knows? But I think the night. It might. I very well see this as a one nothing game. The question is, who? All right. Thanks a lot, Alex. We yeah. appreciate your time. Uh, good luck to you the rest of the way as well. Maybe we'll see you again down the road. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if this ends up becoming a playoff series the way that things are unfolding. There you go. You might be right. Alex Geiner from UConn Radio has been our guest here in the second intermission. Our score, Merrimack nothing, UConn nothing. John and I are back to recap the game to this point right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.